Yeah, you are. What's up? Hey, everybody. Wait. Yeah. I try not to cuss at the start because someone told me if we cuss at the very start, I don't care. Fuck it. What, you you got like metrics on on when people- Somebody are- said it and then I don't know if it's true because sort of like uh, I did my own research. Like I feel like it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. But I've I've done my own research and some people say that if you say really disgusting stuff at the start, then they can't monetize you. And then I did Ryan Sickler's podcast, The Honeydew, which is the sickest podcast ever. Love that dude. But he was like, just so you know, uh, I can't monetize you and Joey Diaz. You know Joey Diaz, right? I think so, yeah. Very funny comedian. Yeah. This good friend yep. of Joe Rogan, yep. fat guy. So he tells those stories because he's from the streets. Wait, he- you just you just mumbled words that are not going to... You just already blew it. No, I know. I said fuck it at the start. I know we're done. <laughs> you should really get a better co-host. I'm sorry, dude. I'm trying to think who would be a better co-host. We can, you. you know, we can... Wait, so if we mute those words, are we good? I don't think. I think my face is... Oh, I, I, <laughs> You're just marked. I think I'm banned. Regardless. Yeah. I think they're like, oh, Jason Ellis on there. And the algorithm goes, no. <laughs> algorithm hates my name. <laughs> this is, which is a bummer because I'm like, oh, that's my career. And you're saying that the internet algorithm is... No, you are not allowed a career. And I'm like, you have a lot of careers, internet. Can I have a little one? No, you keep saying dicks and stuff. And I'm like, man, everyone's got one. I mean, even girls have small dicks. Oh my God. Now, now we're off the right. Now it's over. It could be scientific. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't already blow it, then you, that was it. You just blew it right there. Because women have small penis. Oh my God. Stop. Okay. You just keep getting us buried more and more. <sighs> See? <laughs> I got a new car. I saw it. I'm pretty pumped right pretty now. Pretty sick. I laughed uh, several times on the freeway coming here. I did a bunch of car testing yesterday. I've gone through a lot. It's been a rough one. You text me about a tattoo, a guy that tattooed us. I... At one point, Jason L. show got big and someone started tattooing my face and autographs. And I'm like, dude, that's your face on somebody's <laughs> yeah, that's leg. Heavy, heavy. You've made it. And then no, then I haven't seen many tattoos of my face lately. They kind of dropped off. And I was like, eh, but, you know, I, it was at least at least I was there. And then you sent me a text like, check out this. And I'm like, no way, it's me skateboarding. It's not not and only I'm that. A Simpson character. You're a Simpsons character, and it's like perfect. It's Perfect uh, still frame from the Kiff of Bindi. Yeah. And then My Simpsons character is underneath. Amazing. And it looks amazing. Yeah. Did you see him do it himself? I read that he did that. I've got a video. He did it upside down, right? By himself. No, because it's on his leg right there. So he did it. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. No, he would the Upside be, down. Yeah. yeah upside yeah. down. Yeah. But he did it on his own leg. And he sent me the video of him actually doing oh, it. Oh, that's so And like awesome. a little uh, step-by-step of him coloring us, us in. And and then he did the Hawk versus Wolf I know, logo. I the logo. I'm he's like, man, the podcast. A, dude, we, gotta, we, should, we should get him to call in or something. We, sh- oh, we should. Right? And we should, I should send him something. I should send him a skateboard. I have a skateboard. It's even weirder. I have a signature skateboard. Makes no sense, but it's starting to. Oh, the to. one that, you, that you've been holding on to in the vault? I didn't know. I didn't know that I would want it. Bad Grease Skateboards made Jason Ellis skateboards when I wasn't really skateboarding. So I don't, I was like, yeah, any shape is great. I don't care. 
And then the more I started skateboarding, and then I was like, wait, your board's good, but I think I need an even bigger board. And then I was like, whoa, this one in the garage is big. And I set it up. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And then I opened another box, and there's a whole box of them with my name on it. You've had I'm signature a- skateboards in your garage for years. With the best shape that I, that I would skate. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that worked out. So shout out to Bad Grease. But then Dave Boyce texted me the other day and said that Red Dragons want to make a Jason Ellis pro model that's my old Bones Brigade, uh, my Pal Perelta graphic. Oh, can you do that? That's what, he was like, oh, we'll make it different. It's a different artist, so it'll be a little bit different. I was like, yeah, sure. I don't think George is going to be. I think my graphic was like. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty um, flexible on that stuff from, from he's my done, experience. I was going to say, he he's, you've, your logo with his thing is the logo that I would always want to get a little share out of. Oh, uh, yep. It's this business. One. Yeah, it's a good idea. That is a that is a good, that's so he good. Let, he let Lakai use that, which was. That's crazy. Incredible, yes. He let a shoe company yep. make your, but yep. it was your shoe model, correct? Yes. But still, so that just tells me he just, he a thousand percent is like, whatever, Tony, whatever you want to do. Yes, he I is. He is it. to an extent. It's got to be like it's got to be a skater-owned company, or or a smaller brand. That that's usually his gauge of it. So if you had a Nike shoe, he'd be like, "No way." No, I respect that. I yeah. really do for some weird reason. I can't even tell you why. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so the, when you sent me the tattoo, I just got a text message from my ex-wife about how my son is. Uh, that he lost some friends and that people are saying that his dad is an F-bomb because they watch the internet or something. And my ex lives in Huntington Beach. This is the only way. I'm sorry, Huntington Beach, but it does seem like you guys are a little bit more bigoted and racial and all that stuff. Maybe not. I could be wrong. It just seems like that. Um, so I find out that from the text message from my, my ex, and she's doing it in a way Bless her heart, but she's doing it in a way where it's like, you know, can you give him a break? And he doesn't want you to pick him up in the pink car because oh, wow. people know that you're bi and all this dude, other stuff. And I'm, I'm like, dude, so heavy. I'm like, I know. I knew. I kind of. I've said it before. I was like, I'm going to be open about it. I'm going to tell my kids. But you about already it. were. It wasn't like this is just some revelation that happened in the last month, right? Yeah, but it's, um, it's. I'm telling you, it's, it's being on someone else's show. And that oh, I see. Running different audience. Yeah. So whatever show that I've done recently, where I, they're like, "So you're by," and I'm like, "Yeah, I am," and I'm proud of it. Blah blah blah. I see. That one has got to the kids, and those kids are hammering my son. And it's it's insulting to know that they can hammer him, use that word, and there's no repercussions for that. Just my son feels terrible. They they don't get in trouble for it because right. he doesn't want to bring it up. Yeah, he doesn't want to be a makes, rat. Makes his life infinitely harder. Right. So I made my twelve year old son's life harder. Dude. And I'm like, it's killing me, you know. And I'm like, if anything, I'm only here to make it easier. But no, right. no, you're here to make it harder for him. Well done. I'm like, man, this really sucks. You want to blame the people, but I'm like, you could make it a little easier. And then in the text message, it would you could make it easier on him by not having that car. And I was like, I know you're not meaning to say it, but you're telling me to turn my gay down, and I'm just me. No, I like pink. I've got pink skateboards and pads. <laughs> yes. It makes me happy. You t- <clears throat> There's a tattoo of you wearing pink pads now. Right. Well, now I, I just don't have pink pads <laughs> anymore. It? So I, uh, 
I was like, man, I got to get a new car. And then I talked to my son about it. And it was a lot better talking to him about it than it was talking to his mom about it. He was obviously a lot more like, hey, I, re- I, I, re- I don't give a shit what they say. Like, that I don't wow. care who any of those people are. If they're going to say that, they're not my friends anyway. And I respect what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Didn't even, I didn't want to have this conversation with you, but you know, I'm doing, I keep saying it when people ask me because mm-hmm. I know that it helps people. There's people out there that might kill themselves. So to me, it's worth losing a fan, but it's not worth you being bullied at school. And he's like, I'm okay with it, dad. I'm fine. Like, and I'm like, dude, you don't have to do it to make me feel better. Like, be honest. If it's yeah, really you don't have to just have a stiff upper lip. Right. To, yeah, like, to try you, to endure it. Yeah, There's tell no me reason. that it's hell and you're yeah, going through yeah, it. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I can sympathize with you and maybe talk to the teachers and be like, hey, you know, there's a group of people. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. You can't do that. But it wasn't as, he's way past that. And I think that it's just made him a better person. Understand that if you're a minority and you hear somebody uh, picking on somebody for that particular thing, he knows what it feels like to be on the other side of that. And it's like, that ain't cool, man. Which right. I hopefully mean, means he won't do that when he gets older. Yeah. So I also, I'm 50 on Monday. And the birthday, yeah, birthday plans are a little sketchy. There was a thing that then it's not a thing. And uh, I'm very excited about skating this ramp with all my friends that uh, Ben Schroeder is coming. Oh, yeah. I'm I don't know if Chris Miller is coming, but you're there and Chris Miller's there and Ben Schroeder's there. Get fucked. I have some intel. Oh, well, you're going to. People are coming. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's like the great. I was like, what, like all the. I can't, I can't, I, I can't confirm or deny anyone you've mentioned, but yes, there are people coming. Yeah. I'm, 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 that's why I'm, I'm, I'm get back to this going because I want to go a little bit higher. So I'm like, I can, let's do hands together. Come on, friend. <laughs> Come on, friends. I just, I just, like Ben's coming. I'm like, are you, can you skate? Like, if you skate, can we like, please let me like do a pivot knee. I'm not too close, motherfucker. Because I remember you. <laughs> yeah. You will kill me. So anyway, all that happens. And I call my business manager. And he's a really great guy. And I know that, you know, we've lost my job at Sirius. And we're rebuilding. And I've got a Patreon for the Jason L show. And I'm doing a show with Tony. And things are building. And it's doing okay. But it's not, I'm not just like, I told you I'd be on top again. Like, oh, it's going to take a while. Yeah. So I call him and I go, hey, man, I'm going to have to get rid of this car. Like my son is going through this shit. So I I give him a sob story and he's like, you know what? The things, what you're doing, it's not that bad. He's like, you could get a car that's like around here. And I was like, around there, that mark. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to (laughs) go. I'm going straight to the dealership. Yeah. So yesterday I do all my shows and then I go to many dealerships to drive all the cars that I'm like, what's the fastest car in the world? That has four seats, not four fake seats. Oh, a yeah, yeah. full size yeah. human can go yeah. in the back. Because when you add that, man, the the fast cars they disappear. Oh, uh, Porsche Panama Panamera fucking pile <laughs> of crap. Panamera these nuts. <laughs> God, they. You know, you got the guy in the back, so he's like oh. watching you drive. I've come here. Oh, you mean when you test drive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come yeah. for the fastest car in the world. I've yeah, done some. I gotta, gotta gun it. When- <laughs> I know, by the way, you drive. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, Tesla's, when they do test drives, they have a they put a, a limiter on the speed. Hey, listen to how fast it goes. <laughs> I know. I'm not buying it. But also, I get it. You're you're coming, you're you you do not know who's gonna be on the driver's wheel. 
and who's going to, who's going to be going for it. You're the, you know, you're the salesperson in the backseat. Like, uh. okay, fair enough. But that is your job. You did apply for it. And I'm told that these cars go really fast. How fast do they go, sir? <laughs> did he actually oh, say something to you? Oh, no, for the for the M3 drive, because I'm looking at cars, I looked at the M8, I'm like, there's not enough room in there. And then 7 Series, it's got more weight. It's got 500 horsepower, but there's tons of weight to it. So the real, like, to the ground shit, it's not that quick. Yeah. It's same with the M5. So I'm Googling all these things, like, which is the <laughs> fastest. And it's like M3 is the fastest. It's got the littlest ca- the chassis, and it's like there's a racing one. It's uh, uh, manual, and I'm like, oh, this car is lightning. So I'm ch- I've checked Panamera. I've checked all these other things. At one point, the guy asked me, he's like, I got a Lamborghini here for 300. And I was like, I told you my price range. Used? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And my wife is like, that's what you, that's what you, like, you, your persona gives car salesmen they think that they could convince you to buy a $300,000 Lamborghini. You, you don't have the money. <laughs> yeah. But you look like I could convince you to buy <laughs> yeah. that right now. And I was you like, need that. You're a baller, right? I was like, I came here for a four-seater <laughs> and you're selling me a car out of my... F- yeah, fuck those guys. But anyway, I finally... I took it for... I, and that was the thing. He's like, if you're going to test drive it, I kind of have to know that you're you're pretty much going to buy it. And I was like... What? Yeah. And, and, and I was like... Eh, let me think about it a little bit more, and then I was like, "Yeah, I think I, I'll, I think I'll, I'll risk." I've it. never heard of anyone saying that. Well, I was gonna look. It was gonna be uh, bop bop, and I'm like, "No," nah. because I know once it gets into second gear, I'll know whether this car. I like the body. I like what we're doing here, but does it have the horses? Because I'm I'm looking for a Lotus with four seats. Okay, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not gonna give you a large sum of money unless I'm in a fucking race car. <laughs> yeah, this thing's a race car. Yeah. Soon at second gear, I was like, I don't even need to go any further. I was like, I, all right, dude, you got me. I'll take it. And he's like, you don't want to go any further? I was like, sure, I'll go further. But I could, I was like, wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, race car. <laughs> this is it. Race car. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. 18 inch rims because you need more rubber because it's not a bullshit car. We're going fast, man, fast. And then on the freeway, because I'm, it's in my blood, man. It brings actual sincere joy. I remember David Lee Ralph said, I'll say David Lee Ralph, I can't stop it. Uh, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy a boat big enough to sail up alongside it. M3. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm depressed. I'm saying I'm pretty happy. But that car, I laugh like, you know when a Viking, well, no, I wasn't there, but when a Viking like wins a war and crushes the last person's skull, that's what I laugh like when I'm going down the freeway. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's a- Maniacal. It's hilariously, evilly awesome. Love that car. Shout out to cars. <laughs> okay, everybody. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off, big wireless providers, if we're learning anything, it's that there's always a catch. This place, Mint Mobile, that I use for the Jason Allen show, it works like a champion. Uh, it, it's text messages for everybody brings that they've got, they don't have any service charges. It's uh, wholesale. So they don't have a retailer thing that marks up things, which is why they are able to give you a freaking mobile phone for 15 bucks a month. It's the great, if you have kids, get them a mint mobile phone. Don't play the other game. Just get into this straight away. Cause 
I, I, like my show phone cost me $15 a month. Like it's actually, I've actually made a good decision finally when it comes to business. My phone <laughs> is a, it's like, yeah, that's what you should pay finally. for. At one time. Yeah, I, man, I don't think it, I, I'm pretty sure my phone bill is embarrassing. I'm pretty sure. But my mint phone, my mint phone, it's 15. That's it. Uh, we need one for the show. We need we need one to text people for the show. People, dude, people would freak out if they could do that, and I could totally do, do that. that. Want to do that? Yeah. There you go. We're adding it to Holt versus Wolf. Uh, get your new wireless plan for just fifteen dollars a month, and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com/hawk. That's mintmobile.com/hawk. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash hawk. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. I didn't write this. When it comes to uh, below the you wrote it. (laughs) You can't tell. There's no need to crave... Uh, to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go with a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar (laughs) (laughs) and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code HAWKWOLF. Look, Manscaped is great, and I get that they have to do new things because it's Halloween, and that gives you another reason to buy stuff. But I've been shaving the hair off my body since I was, I think, 20, and I'm 40. So before all this stuff happened, I was just shaving and cutting myself and, oh, let me trim my balls with a clipper and then just shredding my balls. To sh- I got the, you're, you're, this is like a knife action. It may as well have been because that's what it looked like. My balls had. I looked like I stabbed my balls. Dundee knife. What? You did it with a crocodile Dundee knife. I may as well have because I've used some clippers before where it just had like little crocodile teeth. It just went ah ah and bit my balls over and over again. I was like, that's not a good look. So I know about it, and this I have two of them, and I use them all the time. Tony had one before they sponsored the podcast. Before we had the podcast, because we know we're men with hair, and we know that's what we know. I got them both. 20% 20% off free shipping with the code HawkWolf at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code HawkWolf at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloween with Manscaped. You can't, can't give a plug. I, I paid full price. <laughs> and I know it's weird to, when, when you get excited about stuff. Like, I know I'm not getting paid for that. Yeah. I just like it. Those are like the most exciting thing to me because it's so we're so spoiled. Speaking of not getting paid for that, let me bring this up. Got this photo, Christian Osoy and me doing yeah. doubles. Half of the money goes to the Skate Park Foundation. Oh, you doing park, that? Skate Park Project, yes. Like a Stevo thing. Like a Stevo thing, but we only made twenty five hundred of these. And because that's it. you know that if you made more, you'd have to sign them all. <laughs> Maybe. Don't lie. <laughs> I started. I went in last night. Like, Wait, I, did you I, knock out the 2,500? I went through one box. So I went through uh, like 800 or so. What is your mindset when you're signing thousands over and over again? Like, do you drift off into another place? I usually, or- I usually will listen to a podcast or, or maybe even a show that doesn't require full attention. Right, get you. Um, yeah. And uh, 
just get in the groove. Cause once I'm in, once I'm in the mode, I like, whatever, it's so dumb, but I, I know that my signature is like going to be legible and good. Yeah. Then I just get into it and I just go and I'll, and I'll have a stack. Usually I have a stack of about 500 at a time, but sometimes I just go like, all right, this is it. And last night I was listening to our show. Cause we listened to our show before it airs. Um, see if it needs any tweaking or uh, what would be a good promo. So I just listened to our show for an hour and signed. Was it good? It's good. Yeah. What, was our show good? Yeah. That's, yeah. You I think, like those, think so. You think yes. those kids have got something? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think they're good. They're going places. All right. <laughs> so that's all I wanted to hear. Like, is it a good show? No, it's good. Um, but when when Steve-O and I did that other thing, that got crazy. That that got to the point where it was interfering with my family life because people kept wanting them and well, you had but, to keep yeah, signing but, but also steve and i were just in the mindset like let's go let's see how far we can take this and then when he showed up and there were whatever we we had sold twelve thousand, and he showed up with this box and i thought that we were getting close to it yeah and i go how, how many is that and he's like if you finish these it's six thousand like that's only half. If I finish all those, that's the only half of what we sold. And it was just like, we got to stop because it was consuming our time. Um, I loved it. Like I was super proud of it. We raised about half a million dollars in the foundation. shit. Yeah, it was unreal. You've raised half a million? 480,000. See, that's... It was wild. That's so fucking awesome, dude, that you it, two it was, did... It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it was, like it was the most successful, from- most successful single fundraiser we've ever done. Like, and, and I'm talking about like the, uh, even the, um, what do you call it? Center for Skate Parks. Yeah. Th- this was better than that. And the budget to make that one versus <laughs> was, the budget was for printing eight by tens. Holy the budget, shit. The budget was uh, a sore neck from slamming on a wall ride for me. That was it. Wait, did you actually slam doing that? I mean, we were trying to get to it because I had to go high. So I had to, I had to do like the. Wait, so you ate shit and he had to watch you eat shit. It's on his video, but it's yeah. Your, it, it's his. Because to me, if we were doing doubles, you're like, hey, man, we're going to do a thing for the charity, do doubles. And you slammed while I was yeah. doing it. This is my fault. <laughs> like I think Steve-O- he, did, he did have that, that sort of look. Fuck yeah, you would. But it's because. Well, you know how wall rides go. It, when when you do a wall ride and you're coming down on a on a bank, yeah. shifting your weight is always dicey. Yeah. Right. And there's a good chance you're gonna fall forward. You're almost always gonna fall forward, not backward. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound yeah. right to you? Yeah. Yeah, because the first bit catches. Yeah. And so I have to go high to to do an arc over his lower wall ride. So yeah. I always had to clear him. And then I'm coming down and I'm just like, here we go. It's gonna got you know, gonna commit. And then one of the first ones I committed to. I was leaning too far forward and just went and then straight into the, like on my shoulder and got a chicken neck, whatever. Steve, I almost run you over when that happened. No. Um, I think that was the first one he made. Oh, wow. So, so he guys- made it. And then he was looking back like, oops. So you guys were struggling to get this done. It was, yeah, it was, it was not easy. Huh. It was, it was a simple idea. It was just one of those things like, looks good on paper. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, and then and then our friend Tony built the ramps up to the wall. It was right here. Yeah. Built the ramps up to the wall and, and I designed them. So it's on me. And then, you know, as far as the angles. Yeah. And then we started doing it. And then Steve-O wasn't committing. 
And so I could see him, I'm, he's underneath me. So I would just kind of throw him away. And then when I, when I saw him going for it, I was like, all right, I got to make it. And then I, I slammed him once. Like it wasn't that bad. But I know, but- when we finally did make it, it was like, we, we got the shot, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. We don't yeah. need to do that again. Cause. And you did get it, right? You didn't do it twice. That no, is we, the shot. We made it once. Okay. Yeah. yeah he texts me a couple of days ago. I'm like, whoa. Cause he doesn't text me. And he's like, uh, hey, I'm doing some thing, some show that he's doing to like relive his high. I don't know. Maybe it's a birthday. I don't know what it was, but it sounded pretty big, big thing that he's in, in and he's doing. And he's his favorite porn star is a good friend of mine. I guess he used when he, you know, he jumped out of an airplane and released something at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Did <laughs> <laughs> you catch my hand gesture? So he's. He released something, but he was watching her because that's his favorite person to wow. watch. So he texts me and goes, hey, I'm having this big thing. I really want Lee to come. Could you ask her? And if you want to come, you can come too. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah, cool. So I ask her and she's like, oh, I really want to go, but I can't because I'm not going to be in town. So I said, oh, damn. Yeah. But oh, I also is your invite. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's another, it's a no go. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm still available. Yeah, I didn't mention that because I was like, let, <laughs> let him go. Let him, leave him alone. I, don't I, know, to- I know other adult performers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do. I got people that are Here's really close friends with her that look almost the same. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a weird thing to, I don't know what he's doing, but that sounds like a crazy, it sounds like a bad idea, you know? It's like, hey, man, remember my favorite drink I used to drink? Can you bring that over so I can look at it? And I'm like, sure, but. You sure you want to look at that? Like, shouldn't you be oh, right. patting your dog or something? Like, <laughs> Wow. Just, you know. I, yeah. Because they all come together a little for him. They did anyway. I remember because he was like, yeah, I can't watch any of that stuff anymore. And I'm like, what? Why? He's like, because I'm sober. And I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah, all of us. Like, it all came did, together. Yeah. So he didn't do any of it. But I think maybe he's in the clear on that one now. Because I know, because I had... I went to a sex addiction therapist one time too. So it's like you're supposed to stay uh, out of it until you're cured and then you can have a relationship and then then you can do it again. But I just thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I assume. It's like, it's like you quit drinking, but you go meet friends at the bar. Yeah, I'm having my birthday party at a bar. Right. Because I really like that bar. But because all my friends are doing it, so I, I just got to. Hang out with them. Yeah, and if you hang out with Lee Raven and you really like her work, <laughs> and then she's standing next to you, she's it's gonna rub. You're gonna feel like you want to do it again. <laughs> she does have a wow. thing. <laughs> Your life is so crazy. My life? Yes. Your life is crazy. Mine's crazy, but yours is crazy on a totally different parallel. Yeah. <sighs> Hey everybody, Alison the Birdman talking about one of our sponsors, Liquid IV. Did you know that being hydrated is a good thing and that sometimes you might not even know that you're not hydrated and by then it's too late? I already bought Liquid IV. I know they sponsored the podcast, but I already bought it because uh, I sweat more than anybody I know, so I have to drink more than water or I just walk around peeing myself and still being thirsty. So this stuff really works. I've used it all before. They haven't sent me any. I just paid for it. Uh, it contains 15 essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, uh, potassium, more than a, more potassium than a banana. 
healthier than sugar sport drinks, obviously. Um, they don't have any artificial flavors, uh, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, and soy-free. And uh, I can tell you from my diet and cheating for the last four days, vegan is a, is, is a cleaner way to live. Like I feel slow from having dairy in my system and a little bit of meat. I ate a bit of meat. And now I'm tired. Probably. Are you blaming me for that, for the birthday dinner? Hey, I'm glad you caught that. Yes, Tony. How dare you celebrate my birthday by paying for dinner for me and all my friends? How dare you? So offended. Uh, you can grab your favorite liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart, or you can get 25% off right now if you use uh, when That's you go to quarter. liquidiv.com and use the code Wolf at checkout because they know it's all about me when it comes to hydration. Tony doesn't even need to be hydrated. He eats sand. That's his key. That's how he does it. Uh, 25% off anything you can order if you, a, a, and get better hydration today using the code WOLF at liquidiv.com. Um, damn. So what else is happening? Uh, what was I going to talk about? There was something I brought. You did? Yeah, I, I was there was there was something that we were talking about recently, like I think it was just weird demos and things and and I started thinking about what is the strangest sort of demo situation? Like um, what thing to write or the the circumstances of the, the demo? The circumstances and 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 this wasn't even a demo but it kind of turned into one um cuz sometimes if I just show up at a skate park then word spreads and Yeah. But um I was doing a I was doing speaking gigs for this uh, this conference called uh, Nomad X, and it was all in uh, Mexico. Eh. So places like um, uh, uh, what was it um, Tijuana and uh, Monterey and Juarez. I was doing a speaking gig in Juarez. Yeah, you know where Juarez is? No. Um, it's uh, it's just south of El Paso on the border. Juarez is where, Juarez is where they do crazy films about and stuff like that. Okay, it's it it has a very notorious reputation for what? For being violent. Oh, in the past, like drug wars and things. Oh, All okay. those gnarly movies about drug wars yeah, on, yeah, on the yeah. border. Many That's, of them take place in Juarez. Okay, so it's a little. It, ha it has a stigma. Let's put it that way. It's shitty town. It just has the stigma that it's just like, dude, Juarez, you know. And so, um, this guy that was was putting him together, he was he was on the level, and um, he wanted me to go to these places and and do and do speeches, even though it's in Mexico. Like I'm Not speaking English, yeah. Um, and then I would go to the skate parks wherever that little town was to just go check it out. Um, but he always assigned a bodyguard to me to go to these skate parks. Um, I wasn't, there was on, it was unannounced, you know, I mean, just, I would just go up. Like I went, you know, I went down to Tijuana and went to the skate park there and everyone showed up and it was, it was wild. Um, but Juarez has a skate park and it was literally across the street from where we're doing the, the event. And so he pulled up or he, you know, the driver pulled up, this giant bodyguard gets out. There's a few kids there already skating. And then I started skating and then people started showing up and the bodyguard didn't know what to do because he's trying to figure out how to 
like, should I keep people away from him or what should I do? So he ends up just standing in the flat of this, <laughs> of this ball, like a snake run uh, sort of ball. Because that's closer to me, generally. He's in the skate park. Oh, yeah, he's in the skate park. Like, obstructing people from using it. No, 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 obstructing people from getting near me. Yeah, but he's but in- I'm, I'm roaming the park. I'm checking it out. So right. he doesn't really know what to do. Like, he doesn't, he's, I just remember watching him every time I'd come out because he's just like, should I go over where he is or should I, you Oh, know? wow. Because like, imagine, right. imagine like someone's assigned to protect someone, yeah. but that person is just floating around. Right. You know? And he's like, contemplating chasing you while you're doing it to stay close. He didn't really know what to do. So, so basically there was, there was this one sort of snake run area and there was a there was a shallower end, yeah. and so he stood near the flat of the shallow end because he felt like that was always my exit point if I All fell. Right. Okay, so that was sort of his way of like, okay, well I know he's if if he's alone, he's gonna walk this way. He's not gonna walk towards the crowd. Wow, I don't know, serious job. And then this one time I lost my board in the deep end. Like my board just shot out, yeah. and then he immediately goes chasing after it. It was so weird. He went and got your board for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then he walks over and gives it to you? <laughs> oh, the pain. <laughs> it's so painful. It was so you, strange. You have to go, uh, thank you, my security Yeah, my guard. security. And, and, all these, and there's all these local kids that are just like, they just think that's how I roll. Yeah. I come with a bodyguard. He retrieves my board. He keeps people away. It was, it was so strange. It's such a weird thing for, because I've been there with a security guard and you, we went to some frat pub. And it was the security guard was he had become friends with us. He was not just a security guard. He was your friend. And he was my friend because I knew him from working at ESPN. So I knew him before he worked for you as a security oh, guard. Talking about, yeah. And yeah. we went, he's, he's just, he's a giant dude. Yeah. So it's just, even if he wasn't a security guard, it's just, he's going to be one tonight. Like yeah. he's just that size where it's like, don't fuck with that group. Cause that guy is a monster. Yeah. And I remember going to some bar and I'm not famous. And your level of fame, and it was me, security guard, you, and one other guy. And we sat at a table and, like, got some drinks and some food. And the whole time, I'm just like, this is, inc- this is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's Everybody really in strange. here is like, oh, where's fucking Tony Hawk? Hey, it's fucking t- it's Tony Hawk over there. Everyone's doing it. For the whole time we're there, no one's like, and back to our meal. No, it's like. It's fucking Tony Hawk right there. And I'm like, this is, ins- <laughs> this is the craziest feeling. Or let's go to the next place. And we walked on the street like two blocks and every person went, holy fucking, no fucking way. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, this is crazy. And to know- It got weird. It, your face and a giant guy makes it even more official that you're That's, for sure I, I, I've who tried you are. To, yeah, I've tried to explain that to people because sometimes I'll go to an event and they will assign to security people like that that are- big and very stand, you know, they, they, they stand out. Yeah. And it's, and I, and I try to tell them like, look, I'm good at going, getting through crowds. Yeah. I know how to, I know how to get from point A to point B in a stealthy way. If you guys are trailing me, you're drawing attention Yeah, and making it harder. And then people are like, Oh, look over there. Oh, Oh, I see. You're going to block us from getting near you. It just, it's such a weird psychology. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
it's weirder because of who you are. It's the other thing. If it was Brad Pitt that I went to dinner with and we walked down the street, it would make sense that that guy's there and people would act accordingly. But you're a star to the youth. And even if you're no longer the youth, you remember you when you were a kid. Everything goes out the window and you can just go, bro, I fucking did it. And the security guard is like, uh, dude, what are you? a fucking uh, hero or something, you know, like an old, ch- like you're an egotistical maniac because you have a security guard. I'm like, if you really thought about it for a second and this dude left, he'd be fucked. Like you don't realize how. Well, well that's the thing though, that, that yes and no. I I've, I guess I have enough experience with it that I know how to break away. But Have you a- ever had to break away in a restaurant because you didn't have security and things were getting out of control and you had to sneak off? Has that only, happened? Only in like demo situations. In a demo, you had to sneak off. Yeah, because because all of a sudden, I'll be signing something, or you know, people people are. I mean, I'm in the wild. Yeah, and I'll start, and all of a sudden, it it gets to this panic point because it's so crowded that that people are getting squished around you. Yeah, people that you're signing yeah, are kids, getting crushed. You know, kids are like right here. Like, are you getting ah, crushed? Ah. Sometimes, or getting hit. There's a lot of times you get hit in the head with skateboards. Because they're trying to get it. You yeah, to sign like, it. Like, sign this. Boom. Just like, oh, dude. I don't really want to sign the one that hit me in the head. <laughs> that's the only time when I I have to abruptly leave and I feel bad that I, I feel bad because I, I feel like if, if I have a group around me, I will commit to that group. Yeah. And and try to get through everyone. And if it continues to grow, I know how to, a way to sort of make a clean break. So yeah. it's not like everyone's disappointed. But when it gets to the point to that critical point where things are, I'm getting hit, yeah. I just got to leave. And how do you achieve that? How do I leave? Yeah. Oh, I just toss the pen, I'm out. Like I- But I, how, so you just start, well, like, have you ever been in a group where it's I just think, oh, I got to go, I get- And then, yeah, and, and they'll make way for you, or do you that, just start- That happens when you're trying to get to your car. That when, that's when it gets, that's when it really sucks, because you're trying to get to your car, and people start crowding around a car, won't let you close the door. Oh, because they're block in- the car. You can't leave. That's and when you can't it. That's when door. it gets really tricky. Yeah. Wait, you've been in a car where there's so many people around the car that you can't shut the door and you can't move forward, and everyone's around. Yeah, you. that's yeah. kind of like what's Keith Moon that like didn't he die or no he killed the sh- the driver because that happened like a bunch of it was more like skinheads were gonna kill him but they were all around the car and he had to drive the car. And the security guard was trying to get people out of the way of the car. And he was like, oh, I'll get in front of the car. Story. You just go. And he drove off and ran him over and killed him. And that's what? like one of the things that Keith Moon, like, you know, obviously an alcoholic who now is like somewhat right. responsible for killing. And it was a friend. Wow, that's gnarly. He I was a security that. guy that was also his friend. And he he accidentally killed him. There was this, there was this one demo we did. Sorry to that's bring terrible. That I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean know to why take I did that, that lightly. I didn't even know. We could dump about that. that. Sorry. No, it's awful. Um, there was this one demo we did in uh, in Spain. <laughs> I'll never forget this. It was me and Bucky. I want to say possibly Willie. <clears throat> and there was a new skate park in this town. And uh, the, the, our distributor there was like, Hey, we want to, we want to show you guys the skate park mm-hmm. and uh, you guys don't have to skate. We just want to show you the park. Sure. Pulls up to the park. It is packed. Because they all know that you're coming. Of course. And they definitely told people we were going to be there. <laughs> you don't have to skate. Thousands of people are surrounding this park. It's chain link fence. Hey. 
I mean, it, it's it's like it's like demo day. It's like eighties demo days, right. like it's or, or early two thousands, right. just packed. And you just so happen to have your pads as well. Yeah, I I know the deal. I know you, you knew know. they were setting of you up. Well, I knew that that they expected me to skate a little bit. I didn't know that that there was this sort of word of mouth thing or maybe something that was advertised that we were going to be there. I mean, that many people kind of sounds like more than a word and of I mouth. And I kept telling him, I'm like, look, you, you don't understand. If we go to the park, people want us to skate. You know, I I, I know this for a fact. Like yeah. before I even knew there was going to be a crowd there, I just said, you know, no, 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 no. You just go look at it. I'm like, come on, dude. All right. So we go, it's crazy packed. We skate as best we can for a little bit. I can't, I can't remember. I think I, I either borrowed a board or like wait, you didn't have a board? I, I don't remember. There was something, there was some strange thing where I thought we were gonna go to the shop first and I was gonna set up board. I don't remember. I think I might have borrowed, but Bucky's like, I'm not skating. Bucky pulled up, he's like, nah. <laughs> Just like because he was already, he already warned him that uh, you know, I'm not gonna skate if we go there. And then he shows up and it's chaos, and he's like, uh-uh. Not. Yeah, Bucky. <laughs> Just no. No. <laughs> no. So I might have borrowed Bucky's board. <laughs> I love how you can ride everybody's board because you ride. I love how I, I think you've told the story, but like you hold, like you give I your setup to everybody. Them. So you have to use a brand new setup. It's just so yeah, brand new wrong. setup is one thing. Brand new setup. Someone else's board, especially who rides loose trucks. That sucks. Okay. I've done that a few times and that it's, it's always a bummer. Yeah. I did a demo in Oklahoma city just like two years ago and um, broke my board right when I started skating. Like did a disaster on this one thing. My board broke in half, like in half, not yeah. just, you know, it was just done. So I just borrowed some kid's board that looked like it was wide enough <laughs> for the rest of the demo. And that really sucked. But you can anyway, ride it. I, I mean, I, I could do enough stuff that it How worked. pump was that kid when you gave the board back? <laughs> I think he was kind of just shocked. Just like, really? Yeah. You want to ride mine? Like, yeah. But anyway, so in, in this other one, we're, we're, we, so we skate enough. I, I want to say it was me and Willie and someone else. And we we skate enough, like some of the locals join us and, you know, we do the thing. We go and get in this. And and the this distributor is acting like all of this is a shock. He didn't expect any of this. Yeah. Dude, stop. We get in his car. And so that that whole scene of people, there's no security. We don't have security. Oh, it's just you. Oh, yeah. And the guy. So, yeah. So we're just, we're trying to get back to the car and, you know, signing stuff as best we can. And then they surround the car. And he panics and he can't move. He's frozen. And then they start shaking the car oh. back and forth. And I'm like, go, just go. Not, you know, not running people over, but if you start to move a little yeah, bit, they move will out move. Of the way, yeah. He just starts crying. No. Yeah. No. Yes. And we're in the back like, go, just go. What are you doing? He starts crying. He starts crying. Adult man. Yes. You made this and you're crying exactly about that. It. That's that was it. I was like, I was like, what did you expect? Yeah. Yeah. What that was that was my attitude. Like, what did you you knew this is gonna happen? So how does, how does this end? Does he finish crying and drive? Like, oh, what? me and Bucky were just like, go, go. And so he like, eventually, ah! he like, eventually they're gonna tip the car over. So he starts weeping and driving at the same time. <laughs> yes. Man, now you live a crazy life. Because that is a fucking... I'm like, no way. This dude is crying and driving. 
this is insane. And it's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I'm like, you knew. Stop. Just stop. I'm sorry. Like, I'm there was, sorry. I'm not, not empathizing with you on yeah. this. And I came, I did the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I will. That was, that's the one thing is, <laughs> no matter the situation, like, I'm going to, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm going to do it. I'll, yeah. There's always people waiting. They expect us to, pr- they don't know the, the backstory right. to this. No, you've just showed that's up with their skate That's what always pop. sucks is that they don't know that you, we got duped Dude, I into love, this demo. You look at it from the from the people that are there watching's perspective, not from always. anyone else's. Right? That see, that was the same with my radio show. There was certain days where you know Will would be like, "Dude, don't go in. You're you're dying, or you're you know, I mean, you just had yeah. surgery." And I'm like, "There's people that are at work right now. I'm supposed to be there, and if I'm not there, they're gonna be like, what the fuck happened here? They don't know the fucking backstory. Right. They're just like, wait, you split, you said you'd be here five days yeah. a week. I'm here five days a week, and I'm like." I owe you. It's, like, it's like, be real. I show up. Exactly. Yeah. We should be. Cheers. We're we here. Be, we show up. <laughs> mm. We should get be real on the show. We talked about that last time. Okay. I guess should stop hitting my head on stuff. Whoops. <laughs> is he, is he still doing the, um, Oh, fuck yeah. His show. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dr. Green thumb. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. That's every week. I love their show. I apologize. Everyone. I don't listen to any podcast so right. except ours i do listen to ours i check it good choice i have been listening to the dropout What's um that? the whole trial of elizabeth holmes and the the um oh, i forgot what it's called elizabeth holmes it's 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 a long story uh, is it a murder no 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 no, they were developing this product that was supposed to test your blood with just a pinprick of blood and get all these results back. And it was all just a big sort of farce about the company. And they were like the most highly valued company in years in Silicon Valley. And it was all just kind of a sham. Oh, wow. They just, they lied, scammed. Yeah, made but, there's, but, there's, but there's one woman that's taking all the brunt of it and- it's it's they did it they did a whole podcast about her and all of the the history of the company that I, the words escaped me but um and then now they're back to the podcast doing the trial. Oh okay. Yeah, I guess that's like information. I like information, but I'm more of a. Uh, I, don't I, know like, why I like I like that tangent. Do you know who, that's what I was. Do you know who I Bobby Lee is? Yes, I love Bobby Lee. He's my favorite podcaster. We did a um. Tiger Belly and Bad Friends are my favorite podcasts. Uh, we did um, a whole thing with Bobby Lee on Huck Jam what when he was he was on Mad TV. Yeah, right. What? Yeah. So what you? How did we he, did a thing where it was like a it was it was a sort of parody on um, on some reality TV show people. Yeah, and and he was dressed up as some of them, and then like they were coming to see the Huck Jam. They're oh, coming okay. to see Huck Jam like a private performance. Yeah, yeah. And it was all just ridiculous. He is a ridiculous human being. But it was it was super funny. He that's um that's the thing. Like when he just talks, he's a, he's just very funny all the time, constantly. And Everything he, he, he played says. a lot of THPS. Oh, okay. Because he knows skateboard tricks. I heard I was listening yeah. to his show on the way down here today, and he was talking about pop shovets. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You you know what a pop show? Yeah, is. no, he he was a big uh, THPS player, especially in Mad TV days. Ah, okay. Yeah, those guys are those guys are are very funny. I've been doing stand up a lot lately, so 
now it's sort of like uh it's like people that uh skateboard and I show them the Danny Way mega ramp footage and they're like, wow, that's pretty crazy. And um and then somebody who starts skateboarding vert and then watches the Danny Way mega ramp thing and goes, That's impossible. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. You figured it out. That's fucking ridiculous. Anyone who does that is a complete maniac. So it's kind of like the better I get at comedy, the more I'm like, wow, you guys are freaks. Like how you have the, because now I'm starting to understand that like you do your routine and you watch how people react and then you change your routine accordingly. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't have a routine. Like I've never, I just go up and go, hey, I think I'm funny. So or, the, or that you could just riff. I mean, even, you know, when you, when you start to, deal with hecklers and stuff, the way they can riff. It's just like, what? Right. Well, see that bit I have. Where, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I just need a routine. Right. Because they were like, you're naturally funny. And there's a lot of comedians that aren't and they just practice and become funny. So you have that going for you. And you have a lot of stories that are factual that a lot of people don't. Like I have stories about China and Shane Carwins and all these other people. And I've had, I've been going to like a comedy school thing where right. I do 20 minutes and then real comedians go, Maybe this, if you try this, don't forget to kind of tell people yeah, who you, you were are. Yeah, you talking about that yeah. on the last one. So now I have all this extra stuff inside my head. And then last night I did stand up and it was like, I'm not sure if I can remember all the stuff that I've learned. And I'm like, and then I got nervous again because I've been feeling more relaxed, but it made me way more nervous because now I'm like, I refuse to pull out my phone. I feel like people that do stand up and go, Oh, so anyway, I heard that, about and the I'm next like, subject. Yeah, and I'm like, did you forget what you're fucking doing? Right, I'm like, don't yeah. show me that. So I was, I, I refused to pull my phone out. And I was like, please remember, please remember. Cause I've got a, I've hit my head a lot. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if you can. And I, and I, I did, I can do it. We were talking about, um, last time we were talking about speaking gigs and how I was doing a lot. I was doing a lot of speaking gigs and I started to get into a rhythm of it. And yeah. get to, I got a feel for what the audiences were, were, relating to or or that they were entertained by. Yeah. I've done a couple online, but not that many. We know when Zoom, yeah. the era of Zoom happened. That's not I did good. one uh, last week and it was rough. Like I did, a, I did, I did a keynote speech. Keynote speech means you're like the main speaker of the conference. Yeah. Okay. And this was for a tech company. And so 45 minutes of me on Zoom, just me, not a moderator, not questions, not taking questions. And you have no feedback. Wait, you talk straight for 45 minutes? 45 minutes to a crowd of people that are that don't all logged into back. Zoom. No. And it was- Is this planned? It was so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because what it was is it's, it's this, a lot of this has happened in the last year or so, but, but this was a, a, an event that I was signed on to do when it was in person. Oh, okay. They kept pushing it back, pushing it back. And then finally they're like, we got to do this event and we're just going to have to do it online. Oh. Because they kept trying to delay it. And then yeah. finally they said, we just got to go on Zoom. We just got to do it. And so they're like, you're the keynote speaker. And so it was, uh, I mean, I think I did okay, but but it's just, it's it's so hard when you have no, you have no idea if anyone is really getting it or if they're entertained or what. I mean, I, they, the, the the feedback was good. But I definitely got lost at the end because I didn't usually. Do you have a timer when you're doing your thing? Yeah, they put a flasher up after seven minutes. Right. So usually when I'm doing one on stage, I have a countdown. Okay. And it starts flashing around 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Okay. I didn't have that. So and how that do you was know, on me. I so should have put my own timer. And so then I see that they're giving me in the in the chat on the Zoom, like, 
hey, 10 minutes. And then I'm not really paying attention. And then I got distracted. And then the end, I felt like I just sort of fell apart because then I was like, wait, what? There's 10 minutes. Uh, uh. And then I just sort of skipped over a couple of things to get to the end. Yeah. But it was it, whatever. You skipped it. So you had 45 minutes of planned material to say. You had to well, memorize. I, had, I just haven't, I haven't done it in a long time. So I'm, I'm a little out of practice. Yeah, so yeah. I tended to dwell on a couple of subjects that I usually that I usually have an anecdote about and then I move on. Huh. And I just kept sort of getting stuck on one because I was giving more information and not realizing that you only have 45 minutes. Because usually I have either, I have anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and I know what to either truncate and make smaller, like a, a shorter version of it, yeah. or what, what I should expand upon, like the foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, 10 minutes or five minutes left in this one. I haven't even talked about the foundation. Holy shit, man. Your job um, sounds hard. That, that one was hard for sure. I, um, I can kind of relate when it comes to the dime bar because sometimes the dime bar has zero people there, only comedians. So you're not telling anybody anything. And It's not hard. That Does that one, mean they just all like... Somebody explained it. A comedian said it on the microphone while I was there. It was like, when you're doing comedy at the dime bar... Everybody here is a comedian, so nobody. The only time anyone reacts is when you die, and then you hear some giggles in the corner of ha. That's the only dying. time they're entertained. Yeah, like when you start, when you like choke. Here's my. It's like this, it's like opposite day. I've never had a, a lot now material. Now I have material, and someone gave me a joke to add to my material, and I used it on Tuesday night for the first time, and it fucking didn't work. Oh, no. And it was the first time I've ever had a joke where I'm like, and then it's going to be this, and then I'm going to go do do And I went, da 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 do So, you know, when the <laughs> next, and I was like, and then my brain's like, you now I'm riffing and I'm making up new stuff, and I'm like, you very lucky you got that in your pocket because this is usually when you die. Like, because I was like, I've been putting in work. This one's going to kill. It's the first time I've ever yeah. said anything with a, am I right? And expected a laugh, and, a, and it was dead silence. And I was like, so... But do you think that that would have worked on a general audience? I don't know. I don't, I'm <laughs> That's not, rough, I'm, I'm not good enough to know yet. Yeah. I, I'm like... Do well, I, here's, here's the thing about the Zoom. You don't know. They you don't know if they're all laughing behind them or if they're like, Mrah, that didn't work, and you just got to keep going. I, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> that just sounds so oh, and then, tough. And then I did... And then I did so when you go to a conference, like when I go to a conference, it's usually I, I, I do a speech. Here's, here's how it usually goes. I go to do a, do a speech and I'll do 45 minutes maybe. And then they'll do, they'll bring out a moderator and do a 15 minute Q and a, or they will at, pick people from the audience to ask questions. Eh. So 15 minutes of that. And then that's my hour on stage and then go back and meet VIPs from the company or whatever it is. Like, in a you know, in a smaller setting where there's, maybe 50, maybe even a hundred people. So this time to do the VIP meet and greet, they just had people zoom in. And then we had like a private two minutes. One-on-one, -on -one, two minute with the- Yeah, oh. yeah, with the VIPs, which was kind of cool, but it's so strange. Like it's such a strange new reality. Is there anybody too nervous to ask a question and get anything no, done? No, I mean, and, and they're all in their own setting. So everyone's on Zoom. Like this guy's like, oh yeah, I'm in my office in Texas and um, I'm in Minneapolis and I'm in Canada. And, and then one, like one woman was just at home and her, her kid came in and one asked me skate questions and it's pretty cool. The kid did? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. 
So he got face to face time with Tony Hawk. Yeah, and then, and then they're like, "All right, we're we're gonna take a screen grab picture." So smile. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, <laughs> that no. is the weirdest thing. No, I can imagine. Like, and then you're just like, Yee-hee. yeah. Whatever you say, lady. Like you got to do the the. Oh it, no! Doing- but it was it wasn't them. It's 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 actually the the organizers. Because they're like, okay, your two minutes are up. Can you guys both smile at the camera? And we're going to take a screen grab and then send it to you. Like, we're going to take a photo. Like like you're posing for a photo. I mean, you could easily Photoshop any yeah, two no. people in a frame. But yeah. 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 And if you make me smile for too long, that smile becomes pretty painful. Yeah. But it was cool. I mean, hey, the the, the I was stoked that... I was stoked that they continued to do it. They still invited me to, to to be the keynote and that we endured it. I mean, it was, you know, it's super strange, but but I got good feedback, so I can't complain. And when do you cool have to people. do that again? Um I'm actually doing one in DC in person. Oh. We're out and about again. Pretty soon, yeah. Yeah, weird. To be out and about again? Yeah. I hear people talking about how it's like, man, the pandemic was tough. The, I'm like, the, the I'm first like, we're one? still in it. What are you talking oh, about? I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like some people in it. We're out. Some like, people we, like that was crazy. We swing, but we, we're all over the place. Right. For sure. Like I there, mean, there's certain, there's certain businesses you go to where it's just like, do not even come in here without a mask. I like, don't even yeah, think about it. And yeah. then other ones are like, are you vaccinated? Yeah. yeah okay. And then New York, you have to show your vaccination card and your ID. Yeah. They're going to change down. They're going to Remember do that when here. I told you I went to that vegetarian restaurant in New York? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had my credit card, like well, usually I, I travel light when I'm out and about in the city. So I had my credit card and had some cash and I had my vaccination card on my, on my phone. And then, um, and then I was like, oh, I don't have my ID. And they're just like, I'm like, I, I don't, I, <laughs> I, I have this credit card. Yeah. I have two, I have my ATM card and my credit card. Both yeah. money. Like I'm yeah. not, I didn't steal these from this dude, yeah. the vaccination card. And they're just like, no, sorry. And then I was with um, Sarah Hall, who's been my publicist forever. And she's, I could tell she's kind of like entertained, but also like, oh, this is a problem now. We're not going to eat. We're not going to eat. Yeah. yeah. And so she's trying to like whisper, like, I, you, might, you might ask someone, people might know who he is. And, and then she went to her manager and the manager came out and I could tell they were kind of like, hmm, yeah, but, uh. and then I finally found a photo of my driver's license or my passport on my phone. And that otherwise you weren't going to get fed. It was going to be, it was going to take a, a, it was going to take some finagling for sure. I don't sure. think I'm bummed about that. I feel like I'm li- no, 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 like, no, oh, I you're a celebrity. Then no, you can no, just no, not have thing. it. I'm I, like, I, I like that I they did that. I never run that ever. I know, but I like I, it. I respect they- that. And also I respect that, like, there, <laughs> I, I, I have this thing where when you go to some place and, and people are like, they, they treat you not that they treat you badly. They just treat you the way they would treat anyone that walks yeah. up. You know, like, no, you can't get a table. Like, right. it's packed, whatever, you yeah. know. And then people will say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. And I would rather have them just stay true to their ideals right. and just be like, well, that's cool, but right. we don't have any tables. Right. And I remember this, there was this one, we were at the... We were in San Diego I'm Airport. I'm sorry I didn't know who you were. Is such a... I'm like, yay, but also, ah, Fuck, how embarrassing, yeah, it's, really? it's awkward and it's also like, but just stay true to your right. laurels. Like, what, like, about the, what about everybody if else? If you're, if you're gonna be hard, stay yeah. hard. Yeah. 
You know, it's fine. Like I respect that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, special treatment is is crazy, and and I I I I appreciate it, but at the same time, like I, there is this weird moral dilemma yeah. that happens. But I, but there was this one dude that um, we were at San Diego Airport, and the there was there's a bar at San Diego Airport with all the little restaurant food court around it, yeah. and and I was with with a bunch of my kids, and so we took over one of the seats in the bar area. Um, and it kind of bordered where the food court area was, but I guess it's officially the bar area. So whatever, yeah. I'll call it. You're not supposed to have kids there. I can't remember. Or it was closed or something. And this guy came over and was like, hey, man, you can't sit there. And uh, I was like, oh, I thought, he's like, no, no, you, you can't, can't sit there. Okay. And then we went over to um, find, like, we all had to kind of split up, find other tables, to, which is fine. Yeah. And then someone was like, told the guy, hey, that's, that's a... And he came over and was like, oh man, hey, they just told me who you are. That, that's cool, but you still can't sit there. Okay, good. Yeah, and I was like, I love you. Right. Like, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, everybody, just so you know, like just because you're somebody, because I, I, as <laughs> yeah. a person that has done stuff and gets treated differently for doing stuff, and also a person that's had people do mean stuff to me because there was somebody else in the world that was better at doing something, so you just follow him. And I'm like, so... If you're really good at stuff, you can just be a shithead and everybody backs it and they plow over the good guy because, well, yeah, you're in, you're a good guy, but you should see the tricks that this guy can do on whatever it is. Like you're a master chef, you're a fucking guitar player, you're fucking, then you just get to plow over the innocent. Oh, right, right. And, yeah. when, I, and when I hear like a normal guy go, hey, man, like, yeah, you're super famous, you're really good at stuff, stiff shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is life. No, I said that. I go, I go, I go. Hey, that's cool. I respect you for that. I understand. Yeah, that is a great that's guy the rule. right there. Because I can't. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. But if I someone was like, oh, I had no idea you were you. My bad. You can have this thing that no one else is allowed to have unless right. they do special tricks. Yeah. I'm like, do you realize what you're saying? Yeah, one right time, now? one time, uh, Kathy and I were going to a restaurant and um, it was packed and we was like, oh, you need a table? And I'm like, no, sorry. And then we left and then someone saw and, and chased us out the door and was like, hey, 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 we, we didn't know we could get you a table. And I was like, it's okay. It's all right. Like now it's just too weird. Yeah, we didn't know. It, and, but also we didn't expect, it just, it's such, it, it puts you in awkward position. It depends on how you want to run it. But I would just rather be like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're too crowded. Don't you own restaurants? Uh, I'm an investor in some restaurants, yes. You always have liked that, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you go to those restaurants, do you, have they ever told you that there's no table? No, but well, because I have the number to either the general manager or the head chef, so. Right, so you call ahead. Yeah. Sometimes, have you ever called some... ahead and they're like, dude, it's, it's slammed. Um, and you're like, oh shit, I guess I won't go to my restaurant. There's a sushi bar in San Diego that just only has so many seats. And you own it? No, no, no. I don't own it. Sorry, oh. I, I'm, I was, I, I was, I was on a I was like, that's there. impressive as shit. No, there. Um, the other ones are. I like the sushi. I'll take it. No, not the sushi. The, the it's whole only, restaurant. It's only when, when it's like, oh, hey, I got friends in town. There's gonna be six of us, and then they'll only have availability at a certain time, and okay. I got to be flexible with that. So it's not like, hey, there's eight of us are gonna come in at six, six, seven o'clock. Like, well, well, that's not gonna work. Have you ever? laid down any attitude to anybody 
in this world of when restaurants and whatnot? Like if someone's like, no, we don't have a table. You're like, fucking really? Seriously, you don't have a table? Do you know what the fuck's going on here? Like, have you ever felt like someone was being a little uh, um, unfair and you, you like, no, but I've, on I've tried to, when I know it's hard for them, I'll, I'll definitely leave a bigger tip or try to smooth it over. What do you mean hard for well, them? Well, when I know it's like, uh, you know, like really on a Friday night where it's, where I know they really bent over backwards to, to try to make something happen. Mm. Um, then I, you know, I, I, I am a big tipper regardless. But uh, that was my next question. Will. Are you a big, like, cause I feel like if someone knows who you are, it knows that you have money. Cause I, I've noticed that at the radio show, even my close friends, think I'm way richer than I am. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yes, I understand And it's that. like, why don't you just buy everybody the tires? And I'm like, I don't have, I can't just buy you your tires. Like, it's like, come on, man, you've got to fuck. And I'm like, I, this is, I'm spending yeah. too much money. My, my net worth is, is severely inflated. Yeah. Everybody, I think everybody, it's weird. Cause I think I've, you know, I've always like been a, a, a ghetto fabulous guy. Like I, I, I came from I had a pocket where my dad had money, not all my life, but there was a window there where I was a fucking above average rich kid. Like my dad had a Lamborghini. I didn't drive it, but he had it in the yeah. driveway. Yeah, that's a rich ass family. But he, he comes from broke, so the broke rubbed off on me more. And yeah. then my no, not lack of education, dyslexia, fucking drug taking was like, you're. I mean, you're a loser in like everything you do. Like when I was on ridiculousness, Rob Dudick was like, out of anybody in that skateboard realm, you're the last person that I thought would be sitting in this chair. And I was like, I know, right? Fair enough. I was like, and it, like, cause he had to reel off my accolades, and he's like. New York Times bestseller. He's like, I thought you couldn't read. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I got someone else to write it for me, but yeah. And it was like this where he was, yep. it was a TV show, but for a second he's like, this is not TV. You're a pile and look what you've done with your pile. So I feel like that made me, like, when I get money, I'm like, shiny shit, shit necklace, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't trying to show anybody else. It was more like I am doing it. Like even the car I got now, I got it's for me. Like you, yeah. I know people don't believe it, but like you can, you can, don't see me in it. I don't care. Like I, right. I'm just in it, going, you, you fucking did it. You fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got a car that's fucking fast as hell. And if my brother could see me, like anybody in Australia, yeah, I, know I feel the, that for sure. I, 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 I would prefer not to draw attention to myself, especially in a car. You can tell your car is the nastiest car on the streets when it comes to like speed. The fucking rocket, but just but it low is key, so low key. Yeah, yeah. That I, for the first time you drive up with it, you had this weird face, <laughs> and I'm like, "What's your fucking face? Like, why do you have a shit eating grin on your <laughs> why, face? Did you rent a sedan? No, I remember like looking. You're like, I got a new car, and I'm like, where is it? <laughs> yeah. and, and then I looked at yeah. the rims, and I was like, oh, those aren't the same rims as the other car. So this is your new car, and you're like, oh yeah, you want to get in there? And I'm like, why do I want to get in your fucking piece of shit? Fucking no bat, no engine car, and no then, engine. And then sure enough, woo! And I'm like, what the hell? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well played. That thing is a monster, but no one knows. Yeah, I guess I. There, there comes a point where you do definitely in in your youth and whatever whatever your background is. There, there comes a point where you do want to have that. Like, check me out. I made it. Yeah, check me out. I made it. But then at did some you do point, that? 
Um, to a certain degree, what'd sure. You, what'd you flex with? Um, I mean, I yeah, I had I had nice cars. I but what's what's but, the the hardest you've ever flexed in a vehicle? Oh, in a vehicle. Um, I bought. Remember when Lexus had those uh, that two seater with the. It was it was like a it was like a sports Lexus and it and it had the um the hard top that folded back. Yeah, you bought that. I bought that like right away, right when it you know. And I had kids like that. That was not a practical car for me. But you had another car that had four seats. Sure, oh, it's practical. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like and that and and now we drive around like with the top downs. So <laughs> nah. Embrace that shit, Burpin. <laughs> Top down. But but you know, at some point it was like, I don't really enjoy this kind of attention. Hey. And it's not, you know, that's just no, not. No, you can tell. You Yeah, and and um so so I just realized like I love I love having of course I like having nice things. Yeah. We all like like having nice things, yeah. but I like having it in the sense that it, it it's more internal. So it's like I get in that car and everything's awesome, but I don't want everyone to be like, what is that? Right. What so, about jets? I'm not going to get a Lotus. What about jets? Did you ever do a private jet flex? It, it, yeah, but it's not a flex. I mean, I I would do it because I used to have access to um, Activision had a corporate jet. Sick. And I used to have access to it sometimes. Yeah. And I had to pay for gas. It was it was a lot just for gas. Is a lot. That's the deal, though. You had a jet that you could call, but you pay the gas. Yep. For a couple of years um, in the heyday of THBS. Okay. And it, it was it was a flex in that it was like, okay, let's go to New York. You know, here we go and and take the kids and whatever. But, but at the same time, um, it was more about the schedule. It became less about the flashiness. It was more about, can I get there using commercial airlines? Like, right. or, or do I need to do it this way. And then it became more about, I don't need to do that. Right. It wasn't as, like, was, yeah. was it more convenient? Oh, please. It is, right? Because I, yeah. I, went, <laughs> I went with you on it's one. It's all about convenience. Was this jet the one that had all gold trimming and stuff and then underneath each seat, if you push the thing, yeah, the snacks. tray came out with all the snacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got to go on yeah. at one time. And yeah. it was... It was one of those things, man, where I was like, Look, you, you know, this is, this is, you, you can't so, get any better than this. So what I ended up doing is, is I would use it more for family trips to shorter distances where it would be a really hard place to get to. There aren't any flights to go, to go there. And it's like, okay, like we took a jet to, with all of our kids to uh, Big Sur for a wedding. Yeah. For wait, a family wedding. Yeah. You know, there was an airport there. There is, yeah, there, there's, there's little FBOs for, for planes like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where it landed, where I end up, and I don't have access to that jet anymore. So now if I do charter a jet, I just look for the, what are kind of the cheapest options. Right. And I don't do it very much. How come Activision didn't let you have the jet anymore? Um, my contract was up and I was not with them for a while. Oh, okay. And then I came back to them. I'm sure if I hit them up, like I'm, like I'm good you- friends with, the CEO and stuff. I'm sure right. if I if I really hit him up and was like, "Hey, man, um, can I use that jet again?" Yeah, right. But you're just not. It's just not necessary, right? But and, you're and good friends that, with the CEO of Activision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, is he a gamer? That's um, a ridiculous question, but 
No, but he he gets it. Obviously. Yeah. He and and you know, he's made many big business mergers and stuff in the industry where he knows he sees the trends and he's like, right. okay, we should align with that and do right. this. And yeah. Yeah, big fan. He's a good you you think he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's awesome. Yeah. Is he um, an old guy? No, he's young Bobby Kotick. Oh, he's less he's younger than me, I think. Huh. Um, he'd be doing he, all right. Uh, what's that? He'd be doing all right, right? Yeah, he's doing all right. I good for him. <laughs> he's he's not. Uh, he's not struggling. Not struggling. Let's just put it this way: he can take the jet any day he wants. Right. That's cool, man. He picked me up on his helicopter once. Whoa, his helicopter to Wait, to a lunch picked meeting up from where? Picked you up where? Not uh, your house from Carlsbad Airport. Okay. Not what kind of license can you have? He, he picked me up from Carlsbad Airport and then we did a lap around above my house yeah. and uh, shot photos. Yes. And then uh, flew through downtown LA, like around the buildings and stuff, yeah. just to see it at night. And then to Santa Monica, where Activision is, to, to have lunch. So fucking sick. Oh, no. You know- was it night? No, it was daytime. So, yeah, we flew around, had lunch in Santa Monica. Then he sent me with his pilot back to his Carlsbad. You know, uh, somebody... That was baller for sure. Thanks. This is crazy because I'm not you, but thanks to the radio show, a fan of a fan, like a fan. And then the guy that owns the helicopter listens to the show, knows me from skateboarding and was like, hey man, for your birthday, if you want, I'd take your, you and your wife for a ride in the helicopter. So I go down there and he fucking takes me for a ride. Hovers over Colin's house. <laughs> when, when Colin had the big mansion near your house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he hovers over that, and I'm out the door flipping off uh, Sam on the balcony, and he can't tell it's me. And he's like, <laughs> fuck you. And I'm like, it's me, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm fucking, I'm over your house. And the fuck is this asshole in a chopper? And I'm like, you idiots. Like, let's go. And then I text him later, like, you didn't see me flipping you off. He's like, oh, that was you. Fuck you. And I'm like, man. Did you see on. my house? I didn't, it was, I could have, I was right there. I just didn't want to, oh yeah, let's go to Tony. Hey, Tony, fuck you too. I didn't feel the need to do that to you. Sorry. It was more of a. I wonder what I would, uh, yeah, well, I, I'm blind, so <laughs> I would have. Pretty sure there's a guy. Why flipping. is that guy hanging out there? What is he doing? Is he going to, I would probably think like you're, you're Bob or something. I'm going to land in your yeah, pool. Yeah, is he going to, is he going to parachute into the skate park? I'm going to. I'm going to drop into your pool with a thousand balls. Is that guy wearing a squirrel suit? What's going on? (laughs) What you don't know is he set up a handrail off the back of your roof and he's going to fucking squirrel in and then grind it. Matt Hoffman came to my house. First time he came to my house because I live on a canyon. Yeah. Came to my house and went straight to the edge of the canyon. He's like, oh, this would be a good launch zone right here. Yeah. Because he has that weird... Jetpack thing, yes, no, hang gliding that's thing, not smart, yeah. So he's like, maybe I, I could. I go, Matt, I don't want you to take off here. Right. And also, you're in the, the 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 the. I was in the um, what do you call it? Airplane zone, like landing pattern <laughs> area of Crossbed Airport. Yeah. Like probably not here. Yeah, this is not the place. Yeah, he doesn't really care about rules. The danger, <laughs> danger, yeah, any of that stuff. One last thing. Yes, good, great. I, uh, Mary, told you that I was doing that. The, you know, I was doing the last trick things, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cameron, who shot them all with me, 
put together this edit of the Varial 5 that was kind of supposed to be for the project, but I think is pretty good on its own. Sick. And I kind of don't, I don't know what to do with it. So I think I'll just drop it here. Nah, we got exclude YouTube. Like and describe big <laughs> like time. Like and describe Varial 5. For the Varial 5 from the Birdman. That's it. So exclusively. Let's, let's just run it right now. Check this out. Here it is. Pussies. It's only a minute, but I'm proud of it. And I feel like it kind of exemplifies the feeling of skating. Like the, the, the pressure you put yourself under, the frustration, and ultimately the joy of it. And it's me just solo. So here we go. Enjoy. Like Wait, described. Say something funny on the back end of this because this is the promo for sure. We've got to show your varial five in the promo. You don't give up, don't quit. One day you'll get a private jet and your own security guard. That's right. If you do a varial five? That's right. If you that's do a varial five. Takes. Okay, go out there. Go out there and get your own varial five. Do you want a private jet? It's a metaphor. It's watch a metaphor this, for your life. Watch this video and potentially go. get a jet. That's it. Like and subscribe. Describe. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bed sheets or skincare, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Now, open your eyes. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.